Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I get. Welcome, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Doug. Every day. Married life. Married life. Why are you saying it like that? Because I was waiting for you to go with me. I was waiting. I was slowing down for you to jump in with me. Oh, okay. Doug. And Renee. Married married life. life. All right. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Welcome back. This is our drum roll. (laughs) Okay. This is our 100th episode Yay. and I was trying to blow the There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> blow the horn, sound the trumpet because yes. to God be the glory. We have given you all 100 episodes. Beautiful, beautiful. Of continent of continent of continent, of content, <laughs> <laughs> around the continent of content. Wonderful, um, wonderful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yeah, so we are super uh, excited. Excited. Yeah. And the word I was going to use is blessed. Oh, just you, so you grateful. Spiritual. Yeah, great. So grateful. Hezekiah Walker. Grateful. Because God has blessed us to do it. I mean, yeah. I'm reflecting. If we could have just a quick moment of reflection. Sure, it's a podcast. Reflect. Okay. I'm reflecting. Well, I need to reflect out loud since it's a podcast because yes. people can't hear the reflection in my mind. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I'm reflecting back when you came to me in, I want to say, February of 2020 mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit. Actually, it was 19. It was like November. I don't remember that. Like October, I just November I just, 2019 that I came to you. I, I, okay, I, I, yeah. The, can I tell okay. my side right, of the story? Go ahead, go ahead. I, the way okay, I okay, remember okay, okay. it was in 2020, mm-hmm. early in 2020, when you said the Lord laid on your heart that we needed to do a, a marriage podcast. And in my mind, I was thinking, God didn't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) He told you. Um, And so, and I remember the first, just getting started, uh, building the website, which God willing, we will have another one sometime soon Mm -hmm. um, that some... Body felt it necessary to hack our website in a nutshell, but that's okay. It didn't stop us. Yep. And the Lord shall repay you for your for your deeds. Yes. Yeah, so it didn't block us. The podcast continues. But I remember just the challenges of us, you know, doing something yeah. that we didn't know how to do. Yeah. You know, create a podcast, build a website. Um, Everything that goes, Everything that goes into it, us working together when we have different styles and different methodologies, you know, about going, you know, going about doing things mm-hmm. and bumping heads and the frustration well. and and I'm just going over. I mean, the first month uh, I sat here mm-hmm. literally with an attitude. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth, shame the devil. I did it. 
I was here. I was a participant. Was I a willing participant? No, I was not. Because I was like, God did not show me this vision. And sometimes God will show your spouse a vision. You have to believe and know and trust that God speaks to your spouse too. And I think, again, after the first month, we started in March of 2020. Um, I think our first legit live podcast was April 1st, 2020. And I, um, I would say it wasn't until May that it resonated with me that we're really doing this. We're really doing it. <laughs> and we're going forward. It's yeah. not going to stop. And so here we are, 100 episodes later. later, and to God be the glory. And I am now a willing participant, and I uh, just thank God for Doug obeying the call to do this it's not we don't gain anything from this uh we give all glory and honor to god we do this because we honestly and truly want to help people who are married and those who desire to be married or those who are contemplating should i get married we want to give you or the, the those who are contemplating should i not get still stay, stay married. married whatever we <laughs> want to help marriages to stay together yeah. and not just stay together and survive we want you to thrive thrive and so it is our uh, earnest prayer that we are being a blessing to those who um who tune in so thank you thank you for those of you who have listened to all 100 episodes, thank all you for those who have listened to various episodes mm-hmm. that you felt were uh, appropriate to what you needed to hear. Um, thank you for those who subscribe. Thank you for those who support us. Thank you for those who share the podcast. Thank you. I'm just, again, the word that comes to mind is grateful and blessed. So when you said that, I was thinking, you know, I co-signed everything you just said. I'm also thankful to people who pray for our podcast. Yes. And the people who listen from around the world. Because we never thought in a, mil- in a million years, I- I'm pretty sure I can speak for you, never thought this podcast would go literally around the world. Right. That people from all different walks and nationalities would listen to this podcast. And we know that because we get the statistics of where people listen from. Yes. So we're not we're not just saying that, you know, by faith. We really do know <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. We really do know people listen to our podcasts around the world. So we're thankful, we're grateful. because uh, there's so many different podcasts out there and different avenues you could get your information from. But we're so thankful, so blessed, that was the word you use, that you choose to give us 20 to 30 minutes out of your time and hopefully we will have said something that helped uh, strengthen, edify, build up uh, you, your marriage, uh, your relationship with your children, your relationship with others. Your relationship with God. Your relationship with God, yes. So we're just so thankful. Um, This is episode 100. Woohoo! In in America, it's Valentine's Day next Tomorrow? Well, depends on when they listen to it. It could yeah. be yesterday, yeah. <laughs> depending on when you listen to it. Yeah. But, but we are recording it the on Sunday Super before. Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. That's how dedicated we are. Yes. And you know what? 
unless you have anything else, that's a good segue right into our topic. Super Bowl Sunday? The call cost. We, we are dedicated to this call that God placed on your heart and thereby not watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> there are no monitors down here. We are a sports family, but we have committed to doing this. We both said within our schedules, Sunday evening. Yep. So when you hear us talk about we recording this on Sunday, we actually record on Sunday evenings, typically around the same time. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be. The Super same Bowl time Sunday. the Super Bowl Sunday yep. or the same time the Super Bowl is on. And uh, we didn't let that stop us from still taking the time because when God calls you to do something, it's going to cost you something. Yes. And it's going to cost you sometimes your own agenda. Yep. That's excellent. excellent. <laughs> so our agenda would normally be to watch the Super Bowl right now, but... This agenda is takes priority. Ah, oh, the priority. Yeah, we might have to talk about that in this series. But uh, again, we are talking about the call costs. Yes. Costs. Costs. <laughs> cost. <laughs> it depends on how you want to say it. Cost or costs. <laughs> that means it's a lot. <laughs> uh, but where we picked up from last week... Um, when we talk about the call cost, we can't really tell you the cost. No, we can't. Of the call. We just know that there is a cost. Yeah. And for one marriage or another, that may look different. Um, so we're going to talk about some things. You can certainly probably add some things to this list. It's not going to be a uh, complete list of what the cost of marriage ministry uh, may cost. Yeah, because we're all individuals and we've all taken different paths, 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 <laughs> paths to get to where we are today. Everyone's journey looks yeah, different. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So some things that uh, marriage cost us and it's not in alphabetical order. It's not in any particular order, mm-hmm. um, just as the Lord gave it to me. The first thing is money. Money. Uh oh. And that was going to start there because that'll hit you where it hurts. Cost you some money, honey. Yeah, it may cost you a little. It may cost you a lot, (laughs) but it's going to cost you some money. (laughs) And case in point, case in point, it's Valentine's Day week, or if you whenever you listen in America, I don't know when you listen to this, but we're recording just before Valentine's Day, and my husband. Y'all will have to go back and listen to the other podcast about whole flower, the whole flower oh, <laughs> situation. I was where you were going with but this. my honey bought me some flowers, uh, some roses, and thank you, hun, You're for welcome. showing me love because I really do love flowers. Although years ago, I um, <laughs> in my bougie or the the way bougie. we the way we heard it <laughs> recently, bougie, in my bougie kind of way. Um, I gave him the impression that I did not like flowers because I was being very bougie and picky about the type of flowers that I wanted. So for many years, I didn't get flowers. And that cost me something. It cost our relationship, you know, a little strain in that area. But I'm thankful. 
It did oh. because I felt some kind of way for years when I wasn't getting any flowers, not realizing I brought that on myself. Mm. <laughs> and so I am. Um, thank you for my flowers. You're welcome. Um, but but on a on a real. Mm-hmm. When we talk about it costs something, you have to invest in your marriage. Oh, yes. And, uh, and money is one way. We could talk about other ways about yeah. investing in your marriage. So when we talk about the call is going to cost you money, we're talking about you spending money to invest in your marriage. That might mean, you know, what do you, when I say that, dear, what do you think? When, when you say it costs you money, the first thing that came to my mind was the person who says, well, I don't have money. And then I thought, well, I'd have to check your priorities. What are you prioritizing? Mm-hmm. Where's your money going? Because there's something, even because you, you taught me this years ago, just a card. A card doesn't cost a whole bunch of money. Right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't cost, really, it doesn't. Or you can make something. You know, mm-hmm. you can spend the time and effort to write a letter or write your wife or your husband a poem or something. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to spend money. If you don't have the money, I don't want you to feel guilty mm-hmm. or feel, what's the word I'm looking for, guilty, that you don't have the money. Or obligated. Obligated, because there, there were years we didn't have. Mm-hmm. And so, but there are other things you can do. You could take a walk. You can uh, take a walk in the park. Take, take a walk. <laughs> the mm-hmm. two of you could go for a walk. Uh, you can spend time together. We've talked previously mm-hmm. about doing picnics and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But if, now if you have the resources. Right. I wanted to and, circle back yeah, to the spending have, money. If you have the resources and um, your spouse, significant other, they are big on gifts. That's their thing, their love mm-hmm. language. Right. Then it's going to cost you something. Right. But, but also, in the in realm of investment. I'm investment. Like Which going means, to a seminar. Oh, going to seminars and things of that going nature. To going to a away. marriage retreat. Yeah, yeah. putting uh, in the time and effort to understand because the enemy will, uh, he'll put up, he'll he'll make it so that you and your wife or you and your spouse think you're the only two going through this, going through whatever it is you're going through. Right. And that's one of the things that I've learned in going to different seminars and conferences with you is that you'll realize in talking to other married folks, Oh, we all going through something. Oh, we all going through the same thing. And so, and it just, it just brings a... A certain energy being yeah, around other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it releases stress um, and anxiety because sometimes you just so stressed out and, you know, you, you and your spouse are fussing and fighting and then you get to the seminar and somebody is teaching or talking about the s- certain subject or the same subject that you're going through and you get around the other... Married folks, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, you we're not a, the only ones. Yeah. Like you said, you get an energy, you get a, a second, a second win. Or if you're sitting at the table with, say, an older couple, oh, where yeah. they can that's give the you wisdom. Yep, that's the best. Or they can say, oh, child, please, we've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Here's how you can, you know. So it's just you kind of you um you get that certain energy, but I can't think of the word I'm trying to think. Where you can like pull from people. It's like you you have each other's back or you have someone to lean on mm-hmm. or you have this camaraderie or, or just a certain energy. I yeah. can't think of the word I really 
want to say, but well, it's you a certain energy. So yeah, that's... yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is fortifying to be around other couples and other people, and that's just one way. And I know somebody might be thinking, well, in this current climate, there aren't any seminars. What do I do? There aren't any um, places where you're in a big you know, banquet mm-hmm. hall room with other couples, or maybe somebody's doing it virtually because yeah. there's still a lot of virtual things. And again, you're going to have to invest. You're going to have to invest by looking it up. Yep. I was um, about to say that. You could read a book. Books aren't expensive. Yeah. Get There are so many books on marriage. The library. Um, one, we don't go to anymore. One good place, I, one good person I'm thinking about that has really good marriage um Information is Tony Evans. I was thinking the same thing. Um, We've been married a long time. We have been married almost 35 years, to God be the glory. And so get you, uh, you and your uh, spouse, do a Bible study together. Read, you know, get a book that has the uh, workbook Mm -hmm. and you guys can go through that together. Again, when we say it, it costs you money. And I said it at the beginning, it may cost you a little, it may cost you a lot, but it's going to cost you. So that's that's real. You can go buy postcards or post-it, what do you call it, post-it notes or little index cards and write a note and put it in their lunchbox. Yes. Um, you know, there are so many things. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it should be thoughtful. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's going to cost you where you're not always thinking about mm-hmm. yourself. And I, I could hear somebody, when you said um doesn't have to be expensive, I could hear somebody saying, well, I brought my spouse this, that, or whatever, and it costs a whole lot of money, and they weren't appreciative of it. My first response would be, well, maybe they're not a gifts person. Maybe receiving gifts is not their love language. And so you're trying to give them, maybe receiving gifts is your love language or the person mm-hmm. giving the gift, but not the person receiving the gift. So you have to understand your spouse's love language. And you have to think about it. You can't buy love. Oh. So, and I'm pretty sure there's a song. <laughs> it sounds like a song when I said it. But you can't buy love. You can't buy someone's affection. Oh, I'm going to mistreat you over here, talk about you, you know, do whatever I want to do. But I'm going to come home and bring you... Um, A diamond tennis bracelet bracelet or a cashmere sweater or a mink coat or, you know, whatever expensive gift that you could think of. Or I'm going to bring you flowers every week, but I treat you any old kind of way. That's that's not what we're talking about when we say it's going to cost you something. Because when we get away from money, it's going to cost you self-preservation. Self-preservation. Yeah, you are trying to... You are trying to <laughs> you are trying to preserve yourself. Oh, okay. Okay. You gotta be and transparent. You gotta be transparent. Exactly. Uh, you have to be uh, and I put in my notes, naked and not ashamed. Yeah. In the sense of transparency. So you write on point uh mm-hmm. with that. You have to be an open book. You have it's, to be vulnerable. You have to be yes, yes. And and a lot of people don't like to be, and I will dare say Men are probably uh, more likely to be closed off and not as transparent as women. Forgive me, 
fellas, if you think I am stereotyping, I'm not trying to be. That's just in my, generally speaking, Mm -hmm. in my observation, in our experience. Um, Some women are too, because of life experiences. We put these walls up, we have these guards up, we're trying to protect ourselves. And so um, marriage, you can't preserve yourself. Because you're trying to become one, yeah. you can't become one if you if you got the other person closed off yeah. from parts of you. You're trying to save yourself instead of letting God save you. Mm. Mm. Come down off the throne. Yeah, that's that's what at that when you said that that's what dropped in my spirit. You're trying to save yourself, trying to self preservation. You're trying to save yourself, but God is your savior, so you're not a savior. You yes. can't save yourself. Yes. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, you can't do it. Right. So if trust is an issue, then that's something you got to work out with your spouse. If you can't trust that you can be transparent with your spouse, then that's something that you're going to have to work through and maybe through counseling. But then you're going to have to trust God. You're going to say, God, this is, this is an uncomfortable space or place for me to open up to her or to open up to him. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to give it to God and then go ahead and trust God in the process of being transparent, in the process of taking down the walls Mm -hmm. and say, you know, God, protect me from being hurt. Yeah. But sometimes that's another cost in in the call cost when you uh, open up and you still get hurt. Oh, yeah. Because I think people are trying to protect themselves from getting hurt. Yeah. In their marriage, but sometimes that's the risk you have to take. Yeah, I I can honestly say that I've hurt Doug unintentionally, maybe sometimes intentionally. Years yeah. ago, I don't do it now. You don't do it now. Um, I'm not petty anymore. Thank God, He delivered me. Um, and mm-hmm. then the <laughs> early in our marriage, when we were young, it was like you know, it's about me, it's not about you, kind of thing. Um, and Doug has hurt me. Intentionally, unintentionally. Mm -hmm. And so that cost us, what is it? A a bit of our... Cost us time. Energy. Energy. Time as in years of our marriage. Peace. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. Can't get that sleep back. No. Uh, Sleepless, sleepless nights. But some kind of way, I don't know where it's at in the scripture where all things work together for good. Philippians 4.13? Romans 8 and 38. Romans 8.38. Okay. All things work together for good. Some kind of way God made it work for our good. Yeah. And, and see, the here thing we are almost us, 35 years later. It made us better. Yeah. And we're still growing. Mm-hmm. We're still learning. We're still having to apologize. Yep. Um, sometimes the call is going to cost you... Um, you, where you have to be humble. Mm-hmm. You have to eat humble pie kind of thing, where you humble have to come pie. back and say... Let me get a slice uh, of that humble pie. I, I missed it. We don't usually ask for that kind of pie. <laughs> <laughs> but God will feed it to us anyway yep. and say, nope, you missed the mark. Go, yeah. and, go and apologize. Go and rectify the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to realize, again, it can cost you sleep. The Bible says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Staying up late and having conversations, which is not something I like to do because I am not a nighttime person. And so staying up late and trying to resolve something, 
But we've had nights. We've had some early mornings, and yeah, Doug's not nights, an early morning person. It turned in the morning. Um, Romans eight twenty eight. Eight twenty eight. Yeah. I said thirty eight. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, time is going to cost us time. Yeah, we've definitely touched about that. Yeah, it, it will cost you because right now. Yeah, and Super Bowl's and, going on right and, now. But some We're of the, the podcast, some of the time is prayer. Yeah. Oh, it costs you sleep. Cost you sleep, cost you time and prayer. Yeah. Where you're gonna have where God will wake you up and say, You're gonna have to pray about that thing, or you can't sleep because it's so something is weighing so heavy yeah. on you between you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're spending more time. God will have a way to bring you to your knees. Yeah. Um, whether you go there and I would prefer to go to God intentionally on a regular basis, yeah, than him to say, you know what, you haven't had a conversation with me in a while. Let me shake uh, up your world. Let me shake up your world. Exactly. Yeah. And you're going to come running back to me. Yeah. When you said uh, prayer, I just want to drop this nugget in there. I don't know who it's for, but we each have our own individual prayer time with the Lord. And not only is it separate from each other, it's different times of the day. Mm-hmm. Or like it's both for both of us, it's usually early in the morning, mm-hmm. but it's different times because I'll get up at a certain time and, and I can't sleep, whatever. And then you get up and you start your day off with prayer. So we we have our own individual time and we pray together as husband and wife. But I just wanted to let everybody for some somebody need to know that, because if if your wife or if your husband doesn't want to pray with you, that's not that should not stop you from praying. Exactly, because you got to have, even though you're becoming one, you still have to have your own relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That enhances your relationship with your spouse. If you don't have a relationship with God for yourself, then how do you expect your spouse and you to have a good relationship yep. together? That's hard for us to do that. It's that it's just not going to work. It's not going to work well. It may work for a minute, but it's not going to work for long. Yeah, I say this a lot. Uh, Usually, I say, (laughs) if you want God's results, you have to do it God's way. And that's another thing you'll learn when you go to conferences and seminars with other married folks is that we all pretty much do the same thing. We may do it differently because we're different individuals Mm -hmm. and different stages of our lives. But we all do the same thing for the most part right. when you start talking, especially I love having the conversations with older married couples. I just love that. Yes. That's been married just, for a long yep, time. I just yeah. soak that stuff up. Yep. Yes. We, <laughs> even though we've been married a long time, we I don't consider us in the older category. In, well, somebody in their, in their 20s, 15, 20 oh, yeah. years of marriage yeah. consider us, considers us in the older years. And I mean, speaking about relationships, it may cost you time away from people. Uh-oh. It may cost you other relationships. Uh-oh. People that do not enhance your marriage or they don't uh, strengthen your marriage, mm-hmm. they don't help your marriage. It may cost you people that you care about. Mm-hmm. Some This is for a single person who is thinking about getting married and... They have uh, a relationship with the opposite sex, Uh but they start dating someone who does not like that person or they don't like the idea of you having a friend who is of the opposite sex. If you are going to marry that person and they say, I don't want you to, you know, be friends with this person anymore. 
it's going to cost you that relationship. It has to because your spouse is now your number one priority. So. So. No, no, no. I, emphasize I, that. I, I, uh-huh. agree. I agree with what you're saying. For our, for our relationship, our marriage, that's what we go by. Um, we don't have, and I've had to learn this the hard way, so-called friends of the opposite sex. That just doesn't work for our marriage. And I'm saying, I said so because, you know, we've, when we've done premarital um, courses, that that's been the issue with people who've come through our classes. Mm-hmm. That, hey, you know, I still have this relationship with this person over here or that person over here. So my, my thing, and the reason I said so is because if you're single, I think you should be single. You know what I mean? I don't think you should be married acting single. I mean, I don't think you should be single acting married. Mm-hmm. You know, but once you yeah, become yeah, married. Yeah, when you're dating. Yeah, yeah let's say once you. Once you become married. Mm-hmm. that ne- So that needs to be a conversation you and your prospective uh, spouse has. about How are you going to handle relationships of the opposite sex? And for some people, that could be a deal breaker. Yeah. And that's why you need to know ahead of time how that person feels mm-hmm. because once you get married, like I said, then they become your number one yes, priority. They should. Yep. And if they say you need to sever a tie, then respectfully, you need to sever a tie mm-hmm. with um, an individual. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes that might mean a family member. Ouch. Um, I was just thinking that too when that came out. Ouch. You know, Ouch. and hopefully it doesn't come down to that. Mm-hmm. But if your family is not helping yeah. your marriage or drawing a wedge between yeah. you and your spouse, you need to make it clear that your wife, that your husband is your number one priority. Mm-hmm. And if you're, since we're talking about family, if your spouse, at this point we're talking about, you're already married. And if your spouse is bringing that to your attention, my recommendation would be, depending on whose family is causing the issue, mm-hmm. whether it's the husband's or the wife's family, that person address their family instead of, you know what I mean? Instead of the, the, the in-law. Yeah. Like the, if it's the husband's family, the wife should not address the husband's family. Yeah. Or if it's the wife's family, yeah. the husband should yeah. not address. That would be, yeah. my, that would be my yeah. suggestion. And thankfully, that has not been our story. No, that um, has not. To God be the glory. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, we have heard that is um, other people have had mm-hmm. to deal with that. So we want to encourage you just to remember that the call does cost you something. It yes. may cost you a little. It may cost you a lot. But it's going to cost you something. And we'll continue this discussion next week. We're out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.